0: Isaac had been in the trunk of the Buick for three hours, and it felt like he was running out of air. All around him were the thud of bodies and hands on the exterior, trying to get into the car. He blinked several times, hoping his eyes would penetrate the darkness, but he could only make out a pinhole of light, probably from the keyhole in the trunk. Sweat moistened his body, and the temperature in the trunk seemed to be growing hotter by the second. He didn't know how much longer he could survive. Even worse, he knew that he couldn't go outside. If he did, they'd get him. He turned sideways, hoping to gain leverage so he could lash out if needed, but his movement was restricted. If the trunk were to open suddenly, he doubted he'd be able to react in time. Something pushed against the fabric of the seat in front of him, and he heard the breathing and moans of the things inside the car things that looked more like creatures than people. They were everywhere. He was surrounded, utterly and hopelessly surrounded. A few hours earlier, he'd been traveling the streets of Phoenix, hoping to find something safe to eat. Before his roommate had died, they'd heard the rumors that the food and water had been contaminated, and Isaac hadn't wanted to take any chances. His roommate had ignored the warnings. Yesterday, Harvey had turned, and Isaac had been forced to kill him. He'd barely escaped with his life. For the past day, he'd been subsisting on rainwater on the roof of his apartment. Finally, the gnawing in his stomach had driven him to the streets. He'd barely escaped his roommate, and now, despite staving off his former friend, Isaac was going to die anyway, trapped in the trunk of a vehicle that he'd shut himself in. He didn't know which fate was worse. At least if he'd been killed, it would have been done and over with. Isaac readjusted in the trunk, his limbs aching. From somewhere above him, he heard the scratching of nails, the hiss of hot breath through rotten teeth. He wasn't sure how many of the infected were out there, but he knew there were a lot. If nothing else, the creatures liked a crowd. Oftentimes, they'd follow each other in pursuit of a meal. They'd seen it happen to others. He just never imagined it happening to him. It was hard to believe how fast the city had turned. In just days, almost everyone had been infected. Families had been torn apart, acquaintances had become unrecognizable, and civilization seemed to have disappeared. It saddened Isaac to think of how many lives had been lost. With his roommate gone and no other survivors in the area, Isaac had no reason to stay in Phoenix. His plan had been to vacate the city, hoping to find his way back to his parents in Oklahoma. And now that plan had shit the bed. Isaac sucked in a breath. He tried to keep from hyperventilating. He could almost feel the air growing thin as he depleted it, and the heat was threatening to smother him. He wasn't sure how much longer he'd last in here. Maybe minutes, maybe hours. But he knew it wouldn't be forever. Sooner or later, the lack of oxygen would pull him under. That is, if those things didn't pull him out first. His eyes fluttered and his brain began to wander, reviewing the most memorable moments in his 22-year existence. There'd been a few. He'd been a first baseman in high school, and his team had won the state championship. He could still remember the look of pride on his father's face when he'd brought home the trophy. Despite a hectic work schedule, his father had managed to make every game. He'd also traveled from Oklahoma to Phoenix most recently and gotten to see things he'd never thought he'd see. Growing up in a small town had been nice, but he hadn't had a chance to see the country. He'd made up for that after high school. But none of that mattered now. If he died, there'd be nothing left to experience and nothing left to say. He'd never be able to tell his parents he loved them again. He'd never be able to find the woman of his dreams or have children of his own. A thud on the lid of the trunk snapped him to attention. The creatures were growing impatient, trying harder to get in. He heard the wrinkle of metal above him, and for a second he thought the trunk was about to cave in. Why wouldn't the things just leave? His hope had been that he could wait them out, that they'd find something else of interest and meander off, but that hadn't happened yet. Instead, they seemed more focused with each passing second. Isaac repositioned, sipping breath. A wave of unconsciousness was washing over him, and he fought it.